This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Baroness Scotland reappointed to complete term of office as Commonwealth Secretary General. Newcomer ousts longtime Prime Minister in Grenada elections. National Monument unveiled in London in tribute to Caribbean migrants. CARFA gets support to strengthen its COVID-19 pandemic response. And world's largest bacteria discovered in Guadeloupe. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, June 27th. We start a report today with the results of the Commonwealth elections in Rwanda. Leaders of more than 50 Commonwealth nations gathered in the Rwanda capital of Kajali for the 2022 Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting under the theme, Delivering a Common Future, Connecting, Innovating, Transforming. Presidents, prime ministers, and their representatives from across Africa, Asia, the Caribbean, the Pacific, and Europe assembled in person at the Kigali Conference Center for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic spread globally and delayed the meeting for two years. It is also the first Commonwealth meeting to be held on the African continent since Uganda in 2007. His Royal Highness, the Prince of Wales, representing Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II as head of the Commonwealth, emphasized the great value she had placed on the common friendship, humanities, and values of the Commonwealth. He said, as we build back from the pandemic that has devastated so many lives, as we respond to the climate change and biodiversity loss that threaten our very existence, as we see lives destroyed by the unattenuated aggression from violent forces, such friendships are more important than ever. The host and new Commonwealth chair in office, the president of Rwanda, Paul Kagame, welcomed delegates warmly, stating, We join together to pay tribute to Her Majesty the Queen, the head of the Commonwealth and its most devoted champion. Over her 70 years of service, the Commonwealth has grown both in number and the scope of its ambition. The fact of holding this meeting in Rwanda, a new member with no historical connection to the British Empire, expresses our choice to continue reimagining the Commonwealth for a changing world. Leaders of the Commonwealth made a decision by consensus to reappoint Secretary General, the Right Honorable Patricia Scotland, for a further two years to complete the balance of her period in office. The Dominica-born Scotland was facing a challenge from Jamaica Kamina Johnson-Smith, who was named by her country as a contender for the position of the Commonwealth Secretary General. Jamaica's nomination of Johnson-Smith for the position came in for criticism from Antigua and Barbuda's Prime Minister Gaston Brown, who publicly described the decision as a monumental error, while CARICOM said that their support was behind Scotland. In her address, the Commonwealth Secretary General, Patricia Scotland, underlined the shared values of the group. The opening ceremony featured performances by the National Ballet of Rwanda and the Rwanda School of Creative Arts and Music. 
ABC News reports that Grenada's longest-serving prime minister in a tight general election on the Eastern Caribbean island was ousted by a newcomer. According to the preliminary results released late last Thursday, Dickon Mitchell, Grenada's National Democratic Congress Party, obtained 52% of votes, compared with 48% for Keith Mitchell's new national party. The incumbent party won 9 of 15 constituencies. Keith Mitchell became prime minister in 1985 and served until 2008, then won again in 2018 in a landslide. Keith Mitchell, 75, is a former professional cricketer and a statistician who once worked with the U.S. government but returned to Grenada following the 1983 U.S. invasion that occurred just days after the island's pro-Marxist leader was executed. The incoming prime minister is a 44-year-old attorney and former teacher who became leader of his party in October. He has pledged to improve health care, decrease unemployment and poverty, build affordable housing and boost education. Grenada has about 114,000 people. It oversees two other small islands, Caracou and Petite Martinique. In related news, Now Grenada reports that the electoral observation mission of the Organization of American States, present in Grenada for the June 23rd general elections, congratulated citizens and residents on their strong democratic commitment, which was amply demonstrated in their enthusiastic and peaceful participation in the 2022 poll. The mission also commends electoral authorities, including all poll workers, as well as supervisors advisory and security personnel for their dedication, diligence, and openness with the OAS mission. The mission, which was led by Dr. Rosina Wiltshire, comprised of 15 experts and observers from 11 countries, two of whom work virtually. The mission observed the special police vote for electors included in the police list and on election day. The team was present in all 15 constituencies throughout the state and observed the conduct of the poll from the opening of the poll stations through to the counting of ballots and the transmission of results. St. Lucia Times reports that last week Britain's Prince William and his wife Kate unveiled a national monument in London in recognition of the Caribbean migrants who helped rebuild Britain after the Second World War. The monument featuring a man, woman and child standing atop a suitcase is at London's Waterloo train station. William said in address to the unveiling ceremony that thousands who journeyed to Britain in the post-war era face racism, an issue that still affects their descendants. Discrimination remains an all-too-familiar experience for black men and women in Britain in 2022, he declared. And the prince referred to what has become widely known as the Windrush Scandal. Between 1948 and 1973, the British government called on colonies to send workers amiss post-war labor shortages. The new migrants were called the Windrush Generation after the Empire Windrush, the ship that brought the first 500 migrants to the British shores in 1948. But in 2018, the Windrush scandal revealed that thousands of Caribbean migrants who had lived and worked legally in the UK for decades were subject to tough new rules designed to crack down on illegal immigration. The UK Home Office wrongly deported some. 
Floella Benjamin, the Windrush Commemoration Committee Chair, said the monument at Waterloo train station would be a shining beacon as we navigate the paths towards diversity nirvana. Diversity nirvana is what we all crave for. We want to work together, live together in peace and harmony, right the wrongs that have happened, and we will get there by being optimistic, being brave, and facing the challenges face on, Benjamin declared. St. Lucia Times reports that CARICOM member states are poised to benefit from a fund to strengthen health systems to prevent, control, and respond to the COVID-19 pandemic and other emerging and re-emerging threats. The fund will also support the generation of evidence and information to inform decision-making on the management of public health priorities and emergencies and disease control programs and policies. Financing for the project, health systems strengthening for CARICOM member states to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic and other emerging and re-emerging threats is provided by the Kingdom of Spain through the Joint Fund for CARICOM Spain Scientific and Technical Corporation through the CARICOM Secretariat. Under this grant valued at $1,189,247, CARFA will be able to execute a series of interventions to benefit its member states. The launch of the project took place on June 9, 2022 at the headquarters of the Caribbean Public Health Agency, CARFA. The project also enables the procurement and distribution of personal protective equipment supplies for testing including reagents and supplies to conduct whole genome sequencing, COVID-19 test kits and supporting reagents, PCR automatic sampling extraction equipment and transportation, and shipping of laboratory specimens to CARFA for testing to support ongoing laboratory surveillance and outbreak support for COVID-19 and other emerging and re-emerging threats. In 1999, relations between the Caribbean community CARICOM and the Kingdom of Spain were strengthened through the agreement on scientific and technical cooperation following the first CARICOM Spain summit held in Trinidad and Tobago. The Kingdom of Spain is a long-standing partner and continues to give its support to the community's effort including health, industry, agriculture, fisheries, tourism, education, and culture, teaching of Spanish, training of diplomats, and scientific and technological research. During the two-year project, CARFA will develop an integrated digital monitoring and evaluation platform and repository to improve monitoring of regional and international health objectives, such as Caribbean Corporation in Health for and Sustainable Development Goals, Good Health and Well-Being for CARICOM member states. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer via Agency France Press says that scientists have discovered the world's largest bacteria in the mangroves of Guadeloupe. According to the report, it can be seen with the naked eye and picked up with a pair of tweezers. Up to two centimeters, three quarters of an inch, Theo Margarita Magnifica is not only around 5,000 times bigger than most bacteria, it boasts a more complex structure according to a study published in the Journal of Science. The discovery shakes up a lot of knowledge in microbiology. Oliver Gross, professor of biology at the University of Antilles and co-author of the study, told AFP. 
The researcher first spotted the strange filament in a patch of sulfur-rich mango sediment in 2009. Techniques including electronic microscopy revealed that it was a bacterial organism, but there was no guarantee it was a single cell. But the first attempt at publication in a scientific journal a few years later was aborted. Then a young researcher, Jean-Marie Voland, managed to study the bacterium with the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory run by the University of California. With financial backing and access to some of the best tools in the field, Voland and his colleagues began building up a picture of the colossal bacteria. Specialist 3D microscope images finally made it possible to prove that the entire filament was indeed a single cell. And finally, Jamaica Information Service reports that Jamaica's National Environment and Planning Agency, NEPA, and the University of the West Indies Center for Marine Sciences planted 450 mangrove saplings along the Palisados Strip within the Palisados Port Royal Protected Area and a Ramsar site in Jamaica. This replanting exercise is part of a larger project continuing from the 2021 National Environmental Awareness Week mangrove replanting session where 20 red mangrove saplings were planted in a degraded mangrove wetland along Palisados Roadway on June 5, 2021. Anthony McKenzie, Director, Environmental Management and Conservation Division, NEPA, indicated as we continue to commemorate the United Nations Decade on Ecosystem Restoration, the nation can expect to see more projects of this nature. The agency will also remain committed to investing in initiatives strengthening the nation's climate resilience to natural hazards and climate change risk. Other partner organizations, including academia, are also expected to join in support of the protected area's overall conservation goals. According to the report, the 20 saplings planted in 2021 have shown a 100% survival rate growing by 0.5 meters high on average. In their current state, it is expected that some of the plants will soon begin flowering, producing new plants. The 450 saplings planted this month will be monitored by the University of the West Indies until 2027. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share upcoming events and information, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, June 27th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.